0: hey, Jim, look around the room right now. Everyone is here because of you. The moment I heard those words, it changed everything for me. And yet, it changed nothing. Because I truly am what I always felt I was. I'm the connector. That clarity is what brings me to you and what drives this show, the Remote Start Podcast. Here, I connect my lifelong passion for bringing people together with my love of business and branding, in hopes that these talks might better connect your community with what your company is all about. So let's figure out your brand. Let's figure out the target audience you want to serve and how we can use these two things to create an incredibly strong community for your business. I'm your host, Jim Doyon. Let's get something started. Remote Start Nation. In the Colombian language, Diaza stands for passion, endurance, and hard effort. Three things that as entrepreneurs, we know so well. On today's episode, we are going to be listening to the journey of Diego Hurtado, owner of Diaza Sportswear, on how his move to America, his failed professional soccer career, and his dedication and discipline have shaped for a very successful future for his brand. I'm Jim Doyon your host, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Remote Start. Let's get this show started. Diego, welcome to the Remote Start podcast. Hey, Jim,
1: thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to share anything that can help other
0: people and my story, you know, at the end, it'll be a great one. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. We had a chance to talk before the show, and I know this is going to be a great episode, and I think there's going to be a ton of value for, for the Remote Start nation. So, you know, with that, let's get this started. And I'd, I'd love to know, if if we didn't know you, if we just met you, tell us something that we wouldn't know. Tell us something about you that we wouldn't know. Oh,
1: that's that's a good question. Uh, probably um, you wouldn't guess that, you know, like, I came from a very, very, like, I don't want to say dangerous, but, you know, like, little town in, in Bogota. Like, it was a, it was a, it was a, not horrible, but it was very hard, you know, to be there in that in that in that neighborhood. And I wouldn't never guess to be here in the United States, you know, even just speaking English or having a business or or being here, you know, in New York, like New York City. Living here for me it was a dream, and I never thought I was gonna be here. So you probably never guess that that I came from those places and what I have accomplished so far is is like you wouldn't relate one
0: another. It's it's very hard, <laughs> and I'm so excited to hear about that journey. What At what age did you move to America? Well, I came here when I was um,
1: 17. I was like 16, 17. So I came to Miami. I came uh, alongside with my mom. She decided to come here because uh, she got married with a guy. He was Colombian, but he was American too. So it was an opportunity. Uh, She was going to come by herself. And the guy said, no, you got to take your kids. And by the time I was 16, so I had the opportunity to come with her. And, but we moved uh, to Miami. We, we got here to Miami and, and it was hard at that time because I was playing already professionally in Colombia. I wasn't signed, but I was training with the pros. So I had to choose to be there with the pros, you know, at 16 years old. like, that's all you, that, that was all I was thinking about, you know, being a yeah. pro. And then she was like, no, you got to come with me or you stay here by yourself. And then I was like, well, I have my dad over there, but it wasn't the same because I always living with my mom. So I was like it was hard for me to choose, but but then even my coaches say like just go to the United States, you're gonna make it there, it's gonna be easier. They say it's gonna be easier for you to yeah. make it over there in the United States. Soccer over there is not it's not that good, so you're gonna make it easier. So I actually came here because I, I thought it was gonna be that easy and and, uh, and I just jumped and, and we moved to Miami. It was a it was a tremendous change. It was it was it was going from
0: like super like different places. Did it take you a while to kind of adapt and get used to uh, the culture here? Well, to be honest,
1: no. Miami Miami is a very, very... There's a lot of Latinos over there, right? Like South Americans, Colombians, you know, Argentinians, Brazilians, like Venezuelans. So it was very easy for me, to be honest. And I was happy, man. Like, when we move, you know, like when you go away from your home, from everything, you kind of get sad and you think it's going to be very, very hard, right? But to me, it was like, I was enjoying it, right? Like, I was, like, I moved from this city. Like, I come from a very tough place, right? Like, it was, it was very tough where I live. Like, I was in probably one of the most dangerous uh, neighborhoods in Colombia, Bogota. So, when you go from that, you know, a scenario and go and live in Miami, like, everything you see is like, yo, I'm in paradise, right? Like, you yeah. have the beach. Like, I never, I was never in the, uh, you know, in the ocean or no, nothing like that. Like, I never, was in the beach or nothing like that. So I was like, "This is this is wonderful. This is this is great for me, right?" Even though I arrived to Miami and the next three days, at sixteen years old, I was already working a car wash like, with the wow. sun for like ninety degrees heater, and it was very hot. And but I was loving it anyway. Like I was working like eight hours cleaning cars and all that because my stepdad that was what we had to do right at the time. Well, obviously, he didn't have much money and all that kind of stuff, so he needed some help. Uh, so he put me to work right away. And, and it was like, okay, you know, I came here, but I'm, but I'm good, man. Like, even though I'm working and I'm getting some ballers, like I was getting, I paid $80. And that to yeah. me was a lot of money. Like oh, at yeah. that time, that to me was like, oh my God, I never, you know, I went crazy about shoes, about this, I sent my dad <laughs> some clothes, you know. It was, it was, it was hard though, because obviously you leave your family, you know, your friends. But then, like, I, I think I got
0: used to it really quick. And did you help? Did soccer then kind of help to be that, that comfortable place that you found new friends and, and you kind of were able to establish yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think soccer was, was very, very important to me in that aspect because then I arrived to high school, right? I arrived here in the summer, so we were on vacation, right? And then when, when, when the summer was over, my stepdad was like, you need to go to school. And I thought it was just going to work. Like, I didn't I didn't even think I was going to go to school. And then he's like, you need to go to school because you have to. And then, well, I hit the school and I went there. And it was a big school, man. I used to, you know, like my school in Colombia was little. This school had, like, like soccer fields, football fields, baseball, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, yo, yo, what is this, right? Like, I thought I was in a private school, you know, or a public school, but it was different for me. And then I joined the team. And as soon as I joined the team, like I was the best one out there because I was in shape. I mean, I was yeah. coming from, you know, like playing like with pros and then you come to the high school level and the high school I, I was playing with, it was, it wasn't good at soccer. Like all the kids, didn't play soccer. Yeah. Well, so when I came to that school, everybody was like, yo, the Colombian kid, the Colombian, the Colombian, this, that, I was scoring goals. We beat, a, uh, we beat a team that we didn't beat in like 10 years. And we set a record. I scored three goals. I was in the, you know, like in the screen. Like I was like, wow, wow. Like it was big for me. Yeah. yeah but soccer helped me to that, right? Like if I, if I wouldn't have soccer, then I was like just in class doing regular things. But I was always uh, training, playing with the with, with the soccer team. And and it was just high school. That was just the, sh- the beginning of what it was coming. And I was already enjoying it. And but soccer helped me to, that. Uh, you know, like it was very important to me.
0: So with soccer, you... you- you, you move here, you get into high school soccer. And then where did your career go from there? Okay. So then from there, uh, obviously I was one of the top players from that high
1: school. And the coach from that high school, he's like, you need to play in the in a higher level. So he took me to this academy. And it was like, right now they call it, uh, yeah, the academy level, which all the, the best kids, 16, 17, they play, right? So it was something that it wasn't for everybody. It was just for the top players. Yeah. And as soon as I got there, they signed me. They're like, "Oh, we need you here. Just sign for the team. You're gonna be in the academy team, right?" So I started playing with the academy. But then they started charging, and it's a lot of money for the academy. So uh-huh. I was, I was just got here and I didn't have nothing, right? Like I was like, my mom couldn't pay for this. My stepdad, he didn't even want me playing soccer. He wanted me to work here. So then I was like, okay, what do I do now? So I stay in the academy as much as I could, and then. I said, like, you know what? I paid this for myself. So I find a job at night. So I could, after training, I go work in a, like a movie theater. And I would make some money. And that money would go to, to training. to like, playing this academy level, right? Yeah. But at the end, I couldn't do that much. Like, I couldn't do as good as I thought because we went high training and then working, getting home at 12, 1 a.m., doing the same thing over and over. I started getting injured. And my performance wasn't that good. So I did that lack of support from from my mom, which she didn't know, obviously, and my stepdad and that kind of stuff. I'm not blaming them, but they didn't understand at that time, right? Like that I was a talented kid. Because right. if they knew, I know they we would support it, right? Like they were like, nah, let's do everything so this kid can go for it. But they they didn't know and, and I don't blame it at all. Uh, but I had to go that route and then, and then it was hard. It was hard to keep going at the level that I, that I came from Colombia. So I started getting injured. It was kind of hard. So, but then I played, you know, I, I got here at junior year, then senior year. I played in high school, academy level. We won states. We, oh, I joined another high school, which was the top high school in Miami uh, with the best players. So we went to states over national. Like we, we did a lot of stuff. And I got recruited from, uh, from D1 colleges, right? Awesome. Um, but I couldn't go because I didn't speak English. Oh, and I, wow. had to, I had to do the SATs and all that. I took the SATs seven times. Seven times, and I didn't pass none of them. Like, I didn't get wow. the score that they were asking for. Yeah. So I couldn't go to any of these D1 programs. And they were offering, like, good, good, good scholarship. It wasn't a full ride, but it was a good, and it was a huge uh, college, right? Like, like that's what everybody dream of. right? You know, like, USF uh, in Florida, like, big schools in soccer. Uh, but then they they told me like oh look this is the seventh time you take the ACT like it's not gonna work for you so I'm sorry you know we gotta move on, so I was like okay you know like I was kind of like depressed because I didn't know what to do I had to think, right. okay now I stay in Miami I don't go to school and I and I just work right, so I don't know it was a, it was an angel that one coach called me it was an NAI program uh, in Georgia and he's like Diego you only have to take the ACT. And you only had to get a low score. Like, don't worry about it. Can you do it? And I was like, man, I have to do it. So I went and I studied hard for like three weeks. I, I, I was studying. I didn't even know the language, but I was studying. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna pass this, but I need to pass this. And then I went and when when I, I passed it, like I have the 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 just enough to to go to that school. Awesome. And it was a it was an program, and I got there and. And from there it was uh, it, it was good man. I played there for four years. It was it was a good level. We had a lot of European guys from England, like top players. Yeah. Um, and the level was really good. The coach was good. He was Colombian too. Um. He he taught me a lot. He helped me a lot. I had a lot of I have a a, a soccer like uh, in college. It was very hard for me because I had to work still. Like none of my parents will pay for anything. Like I had to pay my books. I had to pay for my food. You know, yeah. like. I had to do all these things that that not even the coach knew. So he was demanding, like, why aren't you performing? Why aren't you having the grades? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I'm out here working till, like, 1 a.m., you know, in a restaurant to try to cover my food, yeah. my own food, you know? So it was, it was a tough one. And then my mom got divorced in, in, when I was in the university. So she was over there by herself. And I was like, what do I do? Should I go there? Should I stay here? It was a very tough... Um, uh, years of my life, it was four years, and I think three out of those four, it was, like, very, very tough. It was, like, you think about it now, and you're, like, damn, how do, how do you survive that? Like, as a kid, as an 18, 19-year-old, like, how can you, like, resist all that, right? Like, but I did yeah. it with soccer, man. Like, I would, one of, the, one of the days, like, I was crying, and I was, like, what am I doing here? Like, I would get bullied because I didn't speak English really good. So I would get bullied in the, uh, my by my own teammates. And, and they thought it was just a joke, right? Like, and it was he they they were just joking, and it's fine. Yeah. But I i i took it as, like, oh, they bullied me or they doing something like God. that, right? But I was a tough kid, right? Like, I come from a tough place. Like, that was nothing to me. But I feel, like, I felt it, like. And it was that, like, bro, I can't even respond back because I don't know the language. I can't even talk back to them, right? Like, it was tough. So yeah. I would just go and kick a ball in the field. And they had this nice, like, nice feel. And every time I, I went there, it was like, this is everything to me. I'm a holding and I'm a staying because I wanna play in this field. Like I wanna shine in here, right? And I think those four years, like soccer got me there and hold me there to to get a, to get a bachelor. I got a bachelor in criminal justice. I don't really use it anymore. But
0: <laughs> I'm looking but, uh, back at that looking back at that time and the struggles that you went through and to come and not be able to speak English, to learn English, to pass your ACT, to get on the team. That's a lot of adversity. That's a lot to overcome. And you did that. Do you think that laid the groundwork for you to be a successful entrepreneur and start a business that you weren't going to let fail, just like you didn't let yourself fail in college? Definitely. definitely. And I think that was just the beginning um, because then I started playing
1: pro, right? But I didn't even, I didn't even was like, okay, they saw me and they signed me, right? No. Or oh, I, oh, I didn't have an agent or anything. Like, I had to go chase it. I had yeah. to go and go to tryouts, talk to people, send the videos. I didn't know how to do videos. I had to learn how to do videos. I have a computer that if you disconnected it, boom, it will go off. It didn't have a battery. So
0: I had to make <laughs> videos on
1: that. I had to do a bunch of things. And I remember this team that I went, they, I emailed the coach and he replied back. He's like, oh, your video looks good. Can you make it here this day? We start preseason. I don't know February third, and I was like, yes, yes. And he never replied, never ever again. And it was February second. I just took a flight. I packed my whole clothing and I went there. I didn't even know how. I got an Airbnb. I was like, I just find out where they were training, and I got to the field. And I was like, look, listen, you never replied, but I'm here. You know, let's make it happen. And then he he did he actually let me train with the team. I it for like six months. Um, I, 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 like he wanted to sign me but all the things happened but whatever like I always try to make it happen like yeah. and it was that right? and it was not just one time I did that like four times with four different clubs like I played with the New York Cosmos people don't know I came here and I rent a small room it was like a cell in Queens and then I had to travel to Long Island to, to, to get to know the coaches I was like yo I'm here I came from Miami can you please let me train and they would tell my face that there's not time for that right now. Like, just come later. So I had to wait for the B team to join the B team. And wow. then they see me play. It was hard, man. It was That was tough because New York City is tough. Yeah. And, but I made the team. And I went to the first team. And then I signed pro. And then I went to Las Vegas. And I moved these places. And, and it was a hard career, man, because I couldn't play the MLS. That was where, where I wanted to go, right? But every year was like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I would train by myself every time, every day. I would train with the team. I would play here. I would play there. It was, it was, it's there. That, that mentality, I think it shaped me to what I'm at today, right? Like Ex- on the yes. business side. Like, yes. Because I never gave up on college. I never gave up on, 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 on the pro level, even though I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't make it to the MLS. Like I was there. Right. So I think that now I think, and I'm like. Why did I suffer so much? Why, God, you didn't give me that? You know, like, why? Why? Like, I used to think that way. But now yeah. that I'm here in this game, entrepreneur game, which is very hard too, now I got it, right? Like, now I'm like, I already leave this, man. Like, I, I, this is nothing to me. Like, I got to keep it going, you know? Like, I remember those days when I used to sleep in a couch and go and play. This is nothing to me, you know? Like, I've been... You know, cleaning tables too much. This is, this, this, yeah. this.
0: <laughs> You went through a lot. Yeah, at what yeah, point, but... at what point in your soccer career did you realize that it's time to hang up from being a player and move on to that next stage of your life? That had to be a hard conversation to have with yourself. To be honest, I'm still living that. Um, I was done now uh, not
1: too long ago. I was on the pandemic, you know, like two years, ago, yeah. three years ago. I found myself with our team again. And and then this opportunity came in New York. Like, one of my friends called me, like, I think I found you a team. You got to go right now to New York. I, I was in Miami. I drove from, drove from Miami to New York, 24 hours, and I got to the team. And I started training with them, blah, 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 blah. And then I didn't make the team. They, they got me there for like a month, and I didn't make the team. And then I was like, yo, but I, I already had the business. It was like a side hustle. I, I already had Diazza. And it was yeah. being like a side hustle. So I was selling some stuff, right? Like here, there. But when I got to New York, I wanted to make the team so bad, but I didn't make it. So that for me was like, man, like like that same. And like I'm 26, 27 year old. Like what am I doing? You know, like even if they sign me, I'm only going to get like $2,000 a month. Like right. I, can, I can't even live with that. You know, like I was like, my career saga, it wasn't going up anymore. It was just going down. Right. So I was like, yo, I gotta, make something up, man. Like, I don't know. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna try to go hard on my game, on my apparel game, and on the DIAZA brand. See how it goes. I'm gonna give it a shot. Uh,
0: but I didn't even think get getting far or anything. I was just thought about that and right. starting up. And you said, I mean, to have to come to that realization that your dream, something that's gotten you so far in life. Is is going to be put to the side? Is it something that's still daily you think about, or did you find a way to kind of put the, that energy into into something else, which is your brand? To be honest, man, I think about it
1: daily because I, I'm a, I'm a hardworking man. Like my whole life, I train. Like every day I wake up, I had to train. Like I had to do something. Like I used to, you know, like jog. Uh, I'm not a gym guy too much but I because if you as a soccer player you do too much weight like you lose speed and all that kind of stuff Yeah. so what I do is like a lot of soccer like I train soccer based right? so I used to go to the park jump the road like I do a lot of exercise two three hour like daily like I used to do so for me to be that guy to now be somebody that trains one hour 30 minutes in the gym because now I gotta go to the gym <laughs> yeah. I don't have a team anymore uh, it's like Man, that's a big change. Like, you know, like, even your body, like, now you have to eat different because before when I was a soccer I would eat anything. And I wouldn't gain weight, you know? Because, I mean, you're burning 2,000 calories a day. Now it's like, you're not. (laughs) You better, you know, slow down (laughs) in the food. And in that, it's like, I'm not chasing my dream more. You got to change from this athlete, from this person, to just go and be another person. It's like, I miss it, man. I miss training every day. I miss, you know? And at the beginning, like two years ago, when my business wasn't that good, like I was like, you know, like I feel lost. I feel like, yeah. I see like, there's nothing else for me. You know, like you, you get to that depression a little bit, but then things started picking up with, with Diazza, and like, kind of like I went like this, or right? I'm like, oh, right now,
0: now this and is. I, and I love that you can still live your passion, your dream, and you can live that out through helping others in what you're doing through Diaza. And that that brings me to, you know, we've talked a lot about your journey. Let's talk about Diazza. Let's let the Remote Start Nation know about your brand and, you know, what you're doing out there and how you're making a difference. Definitely, man. Now, with Diaza, uh, it becomes that, right? Like, obviously, it's an apparel
1: brand. We do clothing. We do, like, uh, all four uh, soccer teams. Uh, we're also doing some other sports now. Uh but our main focus is soccer, right? Like that's my passion. So we create uniform structures, everything, like we get deals with professional teams now. And it's like, okay, what I live, that's a mentality, right? Like hard perseverance, um, uh resilience, all that kind of stuff. Uh in and it's funny because Diaz, the word diaza, that's what it meant, right? Like hard work, perseverance, like uh, consistency, discipline. Discipline is is key, man. And this, this word means all that and that's what we want to give to the people. That's what we want for the people to understand that for anything that you want to do in life, that's what you have to do, right? Like, if you really want it, like, you have to be disciplined, like, you have to have consistency. So yeah. that's the message that we want to give to the people, obviously, through clothing and the sport, right? Like, with Diazza, it's not only clothing, like, we, we we're getting that Diazza mentality, right? Like, you have to have this mentality to 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 take the next step, to, to do the good things in life that that you really want. So for me that's it has become that, right? Like the brand and everything that we do. Now I have a whole team and everybody's like that. Everybody in their own careers are like building up, right? Like they becoming yeah. better and better. And that just gives me joy, man. Like, wow, like I have changed people's life, you know, like and that's something that I really, really take from this. Changing somebody's life.
0: And hats off to you because to have a business that's so young in its journey and to already, I mean, you're dressing some some semi pro and pro soccer teams out there. Like that's impressive. That's not, that's not easy to do.
1: Yeah, it, it is hard, man. It is hard. It is a lot of it is a lot of connections like any networking. So that's the thing. My soccer career maybe didn't take me to the MLS, but all these connections that I make as a player now are paying off right now, right? Because all these owners, all these general managers, they knew me as a player and as a person. And they knew that I was a hard worker. They knew that I I would leave everything in the field. So they know if they get in business with me, it's going to be the same thing. It's just like when we're in the field, right? Like I'm going to do everything that I can just to have the right thing for you. Whatever you need, if it's clothing, if it's promotion, marketing, like I'm going to do my best and my team is going to do everything it takes for you to have the right thing. And they know that. So that's why yeah. they give me the chance because they know who 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 they're talking to, right? Like, they're like, okay, I remember Diego was a player. I know he'd probably be the same in business. And that's why these two worlds are like, he, he help each other, Like right? All the connections I made when I was a soccer player now are paying off, right? Now so, I don't even talk to the players. I talk to the owners, the, yeah. the general managers, you know? So it's, it's, it's
0: crazy. So for the Remote Start Nation out there, for someone listening that... Had a goal, had a, a journey that they thought they were going to take them to a professional level or to a higher level than they did. They're sitting at home right now. They're they're depressed. They're they're struggling with moving on. What advice can you give them, man? I, I'll just say, um,
1: is 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 what is there's there's something out there for you. I, that's that's how I feel. Like I mean, I believe a lot in that but even if people don't don't believe, there's the, the universe has something for each of us. And that's what I truly believe. And sometimes we just think it's this thing, right? Well maybe it's not. Maybe it's this other thing, right? But maybe going this route is gonna help me to shape to the other to to the other route. So it's just like The Rocks, you know, The Rock, he said that he wanted to be an NFL player and he couldn't. But that thing makes him strong enough to to become this other, you know, superstar, you know, like cinema guy. And it's like his only dream was to play in the NFL and he never could achieve that dream. So it's like the best thing that never happened to me was to play in the NFL because now I'm much more than that, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I I think you just gotta, obviously it's hard to find that, you know, those two points because for some people, like I think this is the only route that I can go. But now you could become something else. But you have to be disciplined you and you have to know what really moves you, right? Like, what really is your passion? Like, I mean, passion is usually a cliche word because a lot of people talk about passion and passion, right? But we, but it's, it, it is true to me, like, you gotta find that thing that you like so much that you even become obsessed with. If you don't right. become obsessed, it's like, it's, it, it, it's never gonna happen, right? So I think some people need to, if, if you're depressed right now, if you think like, oh, this didn't work my way, my uh, this didn't happen to me. Uh, the best advice I can say is like, like okay, be depressed for a little bit because it's normal. Like, don't think being depressed or being down is 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 not normal because it is, you know. Take your time, a week, two weeks, and but then in those two weeks, think about your next move. What do I do next? What can I do next now to to overcome this thing, right? So in that in that process you might find something that you are really good at it or that you can relate to this other thing and keep it moving forward, you know? And it has to move you as well. It has to have some meaning to you. So that's, that's, that's maybe my best advice
0: that, that I can say to people. I love that. That's incredible. Remote Star Nation, I hope, you, I hope you listen to that. And, you know, Diego, to see where you've come, to see how you failed at soccer, to the level that you wanted, but you've taken everything you learned and related that to business, that and to see that how that shaped you, it's I, I feel like your brand is has so much more potential, and I, I'm excited to see how much it's going to grow over the next years, man. I, I really am. I think it's going to be huge. Thank you, man. Thank you. Let's I, talk. Let's talk about some of the the things that on a daily, like let's break it down. Like mm-hmm. from your soccer career, the things that got you to where you were, and the things that you're doing now in business. Like your routine, your discipline. Let's talk about those things because I know they relate. I know it's the same thing just instead of with a soccer ball at your feet, you're, you're doing it in business. How, what does that look like for you? I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it cannot be the same, but
1: now it's like, okay, with soccer, it was like, this is my life, so I got to push this much, right? But, but I think as an athlete, you have to push enough, right? Because if you push over the limit, like you get injured, like that kind of stuff, right? But I still, you got to push every day. Here, for me, my routine is like, it's very strict. Like, for me, a routine is, is it, it, it is, it's discipline, right? For me, you can be motivated. You can be this, you can be worker, But if you don't have discipline, like, you're never going to accomplish anything, to be honest. Because you could be motivated Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, you cannot be motivated. But it's discipline what gets you through, right? Like, if you mm. really stick to that routine and, and that commitment. Then that's gonna get you through. Motivation is just gonna get you to a certain point. But you're not yeah. gonna be motivated all the time. That's a lie if you think that you're gonna be motivated all the time. There's days that I hate coming here and doing what I had to do. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I know I have to do it, right? There's yeah. days that that I hate because I still uh, I, I still need to work out. There's days that I don't wanna work out, but I have to do it, right? Because it's, right. it's something that I that I put in my routine. Um so basically. What I do every day is like before I used to, I wasn't a, a morning person. I used to work, work uh, very late, train, eat, and then go home. Right. But then I was, now I was like, yo, I need to, I need, I need to take advantage of, of the hours of the day. Right. So I used to work up, uh, wake up at six. Now I change it. Last year I changed it to five and now I change it to 4.30. <laughs> so every year is like, I'm changing it. I need yeah. more time. Right. Now I need more time.
0: I, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm the same. I'm the same. Every day, it's like, and it, it's it makes such a difference, doesn't it? It does, man. When when he hits like eight o'clock, you're like,
1: okay, am I done? Like that's it, you know. I mean? <laughs> it's only eight o'clock. People are just waking up, and you're like, you ahead of the, them, you know. So yeah. So I was like, so I wake up at four thirty. Um, I go, I I come to the office and I start working on my emails. You know, my my to do list. I have a to do list. Uh, I start doing a lot of stuff. Then at twelve one, like I get. Uh, a break, you know, like, I think breaks are very important, like lunch, all that kind of stuff. Like, I used to watch TV while eating, but then now I don't want to, I like, I got that away from, and now I'm eating, talking to somebody. You know, like, hey, how's your day? Because that's very important, too. Right. Um, with my wife that joined us in the team, like, now I want to eat with her, you know, like, sitting down and, hey, how, how's, how's things? Like, you know, like, what are we going to do tonight? That kind of stuff. Right, and then I just keep on working. I get here to like, I get here like around like five thirty to the office, and I work to like seven thirty, eight thirty, and from there I gotta go work out some some type of workout. Like uh, now I just joined kickboxing. I kind of like it. It was a different sport for me, so because it's winter, so you can work outside, <laughs> yeah. and I love working out outside. So I was like, I need to do something. So I I joined kickboxing, and it's been really good. It's like you know, like very good. Not- uh, and, and then I do like 40, like an hour, and then I just go home. And I cannot do all that, you know, the whole week. And the weekends I had to play, so I still nice. play. I have to play. I have to play the so, okay, There's a lot of soccer in your show. So I had, I got no complaints about it, but I had to play Saturday or Sunday. I had to play. I even play sometimes board game and a weekend, something like that. And it, and it pays a toll on me because people say like, oh, you rest Sundays and you'll be good for Mondays. Oh no! I played the whole Sunday, so I'm not good on Monday. You know, but I still go to because I get so tired from playing ball, but I still need to play. I think that's
0: my escape from, you know, it distracts you, and you need them. You really, need yeah, it, 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 you really do. I for me, it's mountain biking and and getting out and just kind of clearing my head. But you you need that that you know sport that that way to get away and escape, get your mind off you know business and and get that exercise. I I'm, I'm with you there. So. You work in 12 to 15 hour days. Yeah. That's a lot, man. I know, man. I know, I know. Um, I was losing an eyebrow. Like,
1: I got this thing called anopia, then something like that, that, that you lose hair. And I didn't have an eyebrow because it was stress or something like that. Yeah. But I think you have to go through that, man. Like, if you want to build a business and you, you want to be at the top, you gotta put the hours. There's no other right. way. You know, you can't be expecting to have results with eight hours work or seven. You know, like people I'm in a building where I see people working sometimes even harder than me, and that pisses me off. Like I'm like, yeah. not nah. you get in here, you get here at six, I'm like in here at five. You know, like I'm that type of guy. You know, like sometimes I have one employee that is really good, my my head of design. Sometimes he leaves after me. Like it's nine o'clock, and he's still here working. And I'm like, no, I got to stay into this guy leaves. I got I to gotta be the last one to leave. You know, I can't stop.
0: It's uh, just like the last one on the field, right? Same yeah, thing.
1: Exactly. Obviously, he doesn't get here at five, you know, so he gets yeah. around nine. So, obviously, he doesn't know that, you know, sometimes he he doesn't realize that. But,
0: but I do. Is there – let's break it down for for the remote start nation. You're disciplined. You're about as disciplined as it gets. How can – How can someone that might not understand what it's like to be disciplined to a level that you are, how can they start to do little things in their life that can help them to be more disciplined in their everyday, which is going to add to the success of what they're doing? Definitely. I think
1: baby steps, right? Um, That to me is very important. Like if you're going to get on a diet, right? Or you can't just quit everything right now. Like if you love hamburgers, you can't just quit. And I see, I'm never going to eat because it is very hard to do that. for me, it's impossible. So the same thing to waking up. So we go back to when I used to wake up at 7, 8, 9. You know, like I start going just down, right? Like what I do now is that if I want to put something new that is hard or to be more disciplined, I, I started doing it little by little. Right? So if you wake up at 8 and you want to wake up earlier, but you know it's very hard to wake up at 5, 4.30. You start working up at, you know, like 7, 6.30. Yeah. You know, like little by little. And then you're going to see the results because you're going to get uh, more things accomplished because you're going to have uh, new ideas because you're going to have this, you know, like it, when you start doing new things, new things come in the way, right? It's like, it's not about, oh, I start doing this new routine and everything stayed the same. No, everything is going to change if you start doing new things, right? Just like yeah. nothing is going to change if you don't start doing something new. Like, you know, like don't expect results if you just keep doing the same and the same. So so that to me is very important. Baby steps. Like just try little by little. And at the end, you're gonna see the result. You're gonna see that you're gonna have more time. You're gonna see that if you put the time to it, you're gonna you know have this, okay. I've already done this. It's nine o'clock and I'm good. Like let me wake up at five.
0: Let me wake up at six yeah. so I can do the double work, you know? So it's it's good, man. Let's talk about resilience and how that's transferred from you know, playing soccer and your career there and and now with a business? Yeah, you. it's just like the same
1: thing about discipline, right? Uh, You got to stay like laser focused. Like, what do you want? Like, what is it that you really want? Uh, That question is very hard for a lot of people. Like, I think I've been blessed to have a passion and I think people that have passion and can work around that, they're blessed, you know, because not a lot of people had that blessing. But I think uh, some people don't want to have that blessing. They don't look for it, right? Like they just set up for the nine to five or or the other. Because it's very easy to work from nine to five. It's easy. I, man, yeah. I would love to one day just wake up nine to five and then forget about everything. Like, go <laughs> chill. You know, like, I, I I I wish I could do that now, you know? I didn't even know what I got myself into when I, when I started doing this business. But, but then, but it's different, right? Because you're doing it for you. You're building something that, that like I said, like, you, you got to change something, somebody's life or, or you got to give that message to people that, yo I could do this for me, for my family, for, you know, for my friends. Like, I changed my families in Colombia because we had the manufacturing in Colombia and they get paid more with the right? Like, they... They would build this thing over there. Like I changed their lives. And that to me awesome. is like, it, it, very is what I wanted, right? Like to me, like the money just is an extra thing, right? But changing somebody's life is it, to me is everything. Because I want to help the kids that that they went through what I went, right? Like if I had somebody seeing my talent and supporting it, I don't I think I'll be an MLS, to be honest. Like I think I'll be big. Yeah. Because I knew because I knew I had the talent. But I never had this report. Never. Not even in Colombia. You know, like, like my parents couldn't go watch me play. They they couldn't. They were working the whole day, every time, you know? So, so that, that is, that, that is, I mean, I just, I just went out of my way, but, but just stay focused in what you think and what you believe. Find that passion. Find that thing that, that moves you, right? Like, there's something that has to move you. And if you find that, then just go at it, right? Like, keep going at it. If you have a nine, nine to five, try to do in the side hustle, right? Instead of going home and watching Netflix or do all these things that doesn't really do anything for you, try to right. start doing that, right? Like if you if your passion for sales, find that thing that is gonna you, you can put in Chopify. Like I learned Shopify, Photoshop, Illustrator, and YouTube. You know? I have a major in criminal I thought it was gonna be a cup if I didn't if I didn't do uh soccer. But man, I had to rewind myself and learn design in Photoshop. Learning Design Illustrator, Shopify, and everything I learned it through YouTube.
0: Everything. Yeah. Everything that I know, YouTube. The resources so. are there. If you're willing to take the time and, and, and put it into your daily, and, and like you said, don't go watch TV. Instead, click on a YouTube. F- figure out what you're passionate about and, and follow, your, follow your dream. I have a question. You, from when you first moved here, from... You know, landing in Miami to now and, and seeing where you're at. What's the thing you're most thankful for? Well, man, I'm just thankful for for everything, man. For, for like for
1: just I'm thankful just for the opportunity to come here to this land, to United States. Cause people don't know, man, and yo, Colombia is tough, man. They, Colombia is divided into, like the rich and the poor. The rich live a great life. Like if you're rich in Colombia, stay there because it's a great, it's a part of that, you know? Yeah. If you're poor, it's very hard, man. The opportunities are not, like it's very hard. The poor stay poor because the system and the corruption is very hard. Like it's extremely hard for you to go to college, do this thing, you know, like just, just for me to come here. That to me is the most grateful thing that I like I'll be I'll be great. You know, I'm gonna tell you something, and this is touching. I fought with my stepdad. Like I fought like really bad, because he did a lot of stuff to my mom. And he hurt me like deep inside. But the day of my wedding, which was last year, yeah. I didn't spoke to him for years. And the day of my wedding, I invited him to my wedding. And I in and, and I and in front of everybody, in the microphone, and everything. I say that I was thankful for him for bringing me to this country. Awesome. I, let, I let my pride, I live everything, you know, like I wanted to be uh, relaxed with myself in my heart. And in that, I think it's, it, that, was, that is the answer to your question. That, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thankful for,
0: for him for bringing me to this country. And that was,
1: I, that was that the most angry, cause it's, it's, I'm grateful for because it's I, tough on the other side.
0: I thank you for sharing that with us. That's, thank you, man. I know that's uh, that's not easy, and I, I I thank you. And also, I just want to reiterate on something that you said earlier, and and make sure that uh, you know we don't we don't move past this. But for you now to be in a position to give back and to have your factory in Colombia and to support the economy there, and your friends and your family and those that you know, that were around you when you grew up. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, it's what I, I mean, it,
1: I think it's what I do now. Sometimes I didn't even do too much. My wife said, uh, Aren't you tired of doing too much for other people? And it gets to like, I'm not, I'm not really because I think what the more I do, the more blessed I get. Right. I right. Yeah, mean, I'm extremely blessed, man. Like, I, I see the people that I grew up with and compared to me, and it's like, I'm so glad. Like I, I work hard, but because I, even when I had nothing, like I always try to share something. But now it's like I constantly help my people, right? Like I, I got constant drug addicts, right? Like they, they, they have abuse of drugs a lot, and I help them to, you know, like pay their, their, their thing because they go to this clinic and all that to try to save them from that stuff. really hard. Yeah. You know, um, my sister, she went through depression, so. I was there for her, like, talking to her. Because it's not even just about money. It's about just being there for that person too, right? You know. And when my sister was in depression, I was like, I got to call her every day. I got to be like, hey, how are you? I'm here for you. you know? And the the whole relationship changed. And now she's another person, right? Like, she now she's totally another person. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was just because of me, but I didn't help, right? Like, she even said yeah. it, like, you helped me so much that, that I'm very grateful for and I didn't even spend one cent doing that. I just called her every day. And I was there for her. Now I'm trying to help her to go to college and you know that. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Try to, I don't want to be at the top and look down and see all my people over there. Now, I'm trying to help, but they got to help themselves too. You know, because that's exactly. like the other thing. If they don't help themselves, then then I'm I'm gone. Like I try to help a lot of people, but other people take advantage. And it's not that I'm waiting for that 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 something and, and and you know like I don't I'm not waiting for them to do something for me, never. But but the minimum is like do something for yourself. Right. Like if I pay for you to go to I don't know to a barbershop class, right? Yeah. Go go to the barbershop class. Right? Like go and make it happen. And yeah. some people don't even go. So even people like I pay for that and they don't even go. So those people I, I don't I just like okay that's it. Like, I'm not helping you anymore. But I'm that's... more focused on the ones that wanna get help, you know?
0: And that's a, that's a lesson I learned recently in, in my business, my, my agency is if you always have to be yourself and you always have to do the things that you're going to do to help and, and don't change that, but you can't expect someone to take what you're doing for them and to do what you want to do with it. Like they have to make their decision on their own, right? If you, you can teach somebody, you can help, you can give them money, you can do whatever, but if they're not willing to do the things to, to take it upon themselves to improve, you still did everything you could. And that's that. in the end, that's I think that's what matters the most. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 now, yeah. are you doing it for, for you, you know, how you feel?
1: Or are you doing it to get something and, you know, like expecting something? I think expectation is a killer. You shouldn't yeah. expect nothing from nobody. You know what I'm mean? saying? Right. Like, you shouldn't expect, like Gary B says, like, if that that touched me because when he talked about expectation, I started blind in my life. And I used to be a person where I used to do things expecting something no matter what. Like, I used to help people and expect, hey, thank you, you know, at least they thank you. I used to say, like, oh, at least thank, you know, thank me. Yeah. At least. And, and, and that puts you in a, in a position where, like, you're still expecting something from them. Even right. if it's just a thank you, you know, but you're expecting something from them. And that takes, that takes the whole point of helping people. Like, exactly. you're not really helping them. You, you're expecting something. So uh, now, like, now I have zero expectation. Like, if somebody fails me, like, I got to move on. That's it. You know, like, I'm not right. expecting that. Somebody cancels on me, I used to go crazy. Like, oh, my God, this guy counseled me. Like, no, what am I going to do? You know, now it's like, okay, man, cool. You know, next time. You know, I went, look, recently, last week, I, I had a deal in Colombia for a team, for a professional. I went, the next day I booked a flight and I went to Colombia. Uh, it was a Thursday, and we got to sign the deal on Friday. The guys called me Thursday night. Yo, sorry, we're not going to make the deal happen anymore because blah, 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 blah. I was like, no problem, man. And I went back. Yeah. That's it, man. You know, like, I was going expect, expecting nothing. I was like, it happens, it happens, and it, we're going to be good. If it doesn't happen, it's for a reason. It's for a reason, man.
0: Right. That's such a great way to look at it. And yeah, you, you definitely can't expect anything from anybody. It's, you're doing it for, to do it, and whatever they decide to do with it, that's on them.
1: Exactly, man. Exactly.
0: Well, unfortunately, our time's coming to an end. This has been incredible. I, I, I can't thank you enough for spending the time with us and you know, sharing your story. It's been, it's been incredible. Thank you.
1: Nah, man, thank you guys for, you know, uh, having me, Jeremy. Uh, it's always great to talk about these things, right? To talk about, like, your journey, like, to whoever is listening right now, hopefully, you know, like, they kind of get these things and 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 move forward on whatever they're trying to do, right? Like, I'm, like I always say, if I could do it, anybody could do it. Man. And that's real from my heart because, look, I didn't speak English. I come from a very, very, like, poor place and i went through a lot of stuff and, and 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 if i make it like don't think because you're in a bad neighborhood or listen if you're in america if you're in united states and you speak english that's all you need man that's all you need you don't need anything else that's all you need because you can now with the resources that we have now and everything that's all you need to be successful if you think oh not because i'm here i'm there or because um, I'm Latino or because these are... No, 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 no. that's just an excuse. Like, if you speak English and you get knowledge and and you know what to do, you could make it happen. And you're obviously... Discipline is key, man. And if somebody like me could make it, trust me that, like, a lot of people, like, you know, like, that are born here and speak English and and all, I wish I could... I didn't have an accent. That's something that I had to, you know, like, be very, very, very... Like, it was something that... it was very hard for me because I had the action and, and I didn't accept that. like, no, I don't want to talk because I have an action. No, I don't want to say nothing. No, no, because I have an action. So it was like, you know not always hide it. Do you I think that like, came
0: from the soccer field when your teammates were, were you know, cracking jokes? They thought yes. it was funny and, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, definitely that. Because I, something that when I was learning English... I would tell people, yo, speak to me in English, because they would speak to me in Spanish. At least the, the Latinos, right? Like, they would speak to me in Spanish. And I would say, no, no, no. Speak to me in English. I want to learn. Right? Yeah. And 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 when 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 they used to talk to me in English, I would try and respond back in in, uh, in English. And they, they would laugh at me. They would like, yeah. oh. Even the Latinos, right? Like, they like, ah, that's not how you say it. That's not how you spell. That's not how, you know, like, and it, and it gets you to a position like, oh, like, now I don't want to say anything, right? There was topics in class where people here get Social Security, they, that, you know, because it was a debate. And I wanted to go and be like, nah, you guys don't know what you're talking about, Columbia's words, you know? Like, I want to say all these things, but I couldn't. And I was like, oh, how do I say, you know, like, how do I say these things? Like, I, I want to be free. Like, I want to talk, but I couldn't. And that's very hard on people. Like, when you don't have that power to talk, to, to communicate yourself and people to understand, it is very hard. And I think that, that Peter told me and, in the long run because sometimes I was like shy. And even sometimes I say some things that probably don't even make sense. But, I, you know, like I just, now I don't get it. Like, I mean, who are you to judge me? You know, like, exactly. You can say whatever you want. Like, I'm here to do with me. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, like, I root for you and, and I hope you're doing really good. But whoever is out there, man. Just work even hurting because I'm coming, man. I'm working. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna stop. So I love
0: it. I yeah, love that's, it. That's that's the thing. For for all the coaches out there, for all the, the club captains, the presidents of clubs, where can they find you? Where can they get their next season's gear? My man, uh nah, it's
1: easy. We, we we're very, very, very um and on Instagram. We're very big on Instagram. Uh, we post it every day. So Instagram is Diazza Football. Like in like in English, Diaza football, yeah, and uh, we're over there with that uh Twitter, Facebook, the same It's Diaza football, right, or website, which I had to buy the domain, and it was six thousand dollars, so for people out there mean it's <laughs> the it was a uh, it was a pain when I had to buy it uh it was dia it's diaza that's you get all the the stuff over there, we're also doing a lot of e-commerce now with the team, we offer services that no other brand is offering. So like lower team, we we put out the stores for their fans, for their people. Um, and that's what people are really liking about the brand. Like that we bring in something different and that is not not out there, right? So, so we have a lot of stories for teams out there, uh, ambassadors, like there's a lot of things going on, man. So so yeah, you guys awesome. can find us over there. Uh we're on the website, we're in TikTok as well. Now this year we're gonna be big on TikTok and just making it happen, man.
0: Very cool. Well, I hope uh, people take you up on that and, and go give you a follow and, and hit you up about the, uh, next year's uniforms. One last question. What's the biggest takeaway that you can leave with the Remote Start Nation today? We talked about it a lot. Narrow it down to the one last thing, the one most important thing that you want everybody listening to this show to remember.
1: Nothing matters. Nothing really matters. So, let me explain you can go as hard as you want in this business. You can go as hard as anything. Uh but at the end, you gotta know that if if let's say I love my mom and right? somebody calls me and yo, your mom is dying right now, I go I, I leave, leave everything it. and I go for my yeah. mom. I will leave everything. Like I don't care about the other, I don't care about nothing. I need to go and see my mom, right? So it doesn't really matter. So the business don't really matter, right? But why I say that? Because some people don't take action because they think it matters too much, right? Like, oh, if I had to build this business, uh, it has to be perfect. It doesn't matter, bro. Just do it. You know, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't do it because my friends think it's not cool. It doesn't matter, man. I don't do it because my action, it doesn't matter, man. Go ahead and do it. You know, there's going to be some gyms that are going to call you. And wanna hear your story, you know, like, it doesn't matter at the end. Like, it doesn't really matter.
0: Go make it happen. I love it. Diego, thank you again. It's been incredible. Thank you, man. Thank you for having
1: me. And like I say, I hope, uh, you know, these words, uh, these experiences can touch somebody out there. Uh, if anybody want to reach out just to, you know, like talk to about, about Diaz or myself, like I'm out there here. Uh, you guys got the website, Diaza.com our Instagram, yeah, as our football and we're out there, man, just make it happen. Keep going, keep keep it. don't give up, discipline, nothing really matters.
0: Excellent. Incredible value. Thank you. Remote Start Nation, I hope you learned as much as I did today. I want to thank you all for joining Diego and I on this journey. Remember, leave a comment, subscribe. Most important thing, share this episode with your community who you think can learn from what you heard. Until next time, go start something. Remember, nothing matters. Start today and go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action. Well, we've come to the end of another episode. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my passion of bringing people together through business and branding in hopes to connect you with your community. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Woodward Movement, the leader in brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery check out our remotestartpodcast.com for more episodes and our social channels to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you build a strong community for your business. I'm Jim Doyon. Thank you for connecting.